We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into this edition of the Soft Verbal Podcast, presented by the College Corner. I'm Neil McCready. Zach Barry, you'll see him in just a moment. Having kind of some issues today, but that's okay. We're getting through it because that's what people do. You just you just get through issues. You just gut through them. I'm Neil. That's Zach. We'll be with you uh, for the next 30 minutes or so. It's going to be a tight College Corner. There's a lot of recruiting on the site. Uh, Zach put up a very comprehensive uh, visit list with updates on, I think, basically every single guy that he listed. Zach put a uh, an update on them. Every single one. I've got a uh, a war room along with Chase Parham coming tomorrow. Zach's got um, chicks on the on the site as well. Um, so there's just a lot that we have for you. So hopefully, um, hopefully you guys will, will enjoy that. Um, making sure that we think basically every single guy that he lists. Sorry about that. Um, forgive me for a minute. We're working on a couple of things, just one of those deals, but we got it. So we'll talk recruiting here over the uh, over the next little bit and um, kind of catch you up on what we're doing. First, I want to tell you about the College Corner. It's uh, collegecornerstore.com, two locations in the uh, Jackson area, one in Ridgeland, one in Flowood. They've got the best selection, the most thorough selection of Rebel Gear in central Mississippi. So check them out, collegecornerstore.com. And please make sure that you tell the people there when you get in touch with them that you heard about it here on the Soft Verbal or the Oxford Exxon podcast. That helps us a lot when you do. Um, Zach, I don't know how you want to get started here. There's a lot of guys coming in. I know that everyone's talking Arch Manning for obvious reasons, but the 22, 2022 class is the one that is the most pressing. There's a lot of time on the 2023 guys. I don't think Arch Manning's decision is coming till maybe June a lot of these guys don't have until June to decide. Kind of who are some of the 2022 guys that have your attention this week? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the one that jumps to mind immediately is Barry and Brown, the receiver out of Nashville. Um, he is slated to be in town. A lot of Kentucky buzz with him. I posted a chick yesterday. Um which I don't know, maybe there's some people reading the chicks and uh, making some predictions, but um, it appears that at least for now, this is a all Kentucky Ole Miss race. Um, 
not quite sure what Alabama's doing, but I mentioned, you know, the longer he goes on, you know, undecided, the better it is for Ole Miss. Um, cause Alabama was, was really hot and heavy on him early on. Um, he never committed. He was scheduled to commit before his senior season started. He never did. He's been pushing it off and doing the things that seniors do. They focus on their senior season. They want to, you know, everybody wants to win a state championship. So he's been doing that, but he's taking his visits. Um, right now it appears that Kentucky probably slight edge over Ole Miss, but I anticipate, um, him making it to Oxford. If he doesn't this weekend, he'll make it eventually. They're going to get him in for an official visit at some point. I don't think it matters if he commits to Kentucky or not. I think he's still going to take his visits. Um, he's probably one of the most important. Uh, you know as well as I do that Ole Miss desperately needs playmakers in the wide receiver room. Ontario Drummond, Braylon Sanders are going to be gone. Um, so they're going to need guys that can make plays, and he is an absolute playmaker. Um, can kind of do it all. He's probably up there. Kamari Rogers and Jaheim Otis are right there with him, along with Travian Williams. A um, lot of defense. Rogers suffered that torn ACL last month, so he's on the shelf. He's not playing anymore. I'd anticipate them pushing pretty hard. I think they still value him as as a player, regardless of the injury. Um, he's the number sixty eight overall player in this class. Um, you said it. I've said it for months now. I don't think he ends up at Miami. And now a lot of questions around Manny Diaz's job security. Um, Otis, same thing. They're going to recruit him heavily until National Signing Day. Alabama is obviously sitting comfortably with his commitment at this point, but I think he's wanting to explore some options. Better I think watch Mississippi really... State on Jaheim Otis. You better watch State. I'm just telling you, yeah. better watch Mississippi State on Jaheim Otis. This is what they do. They've they've done it for a long time, and they're good at it. They yeah. they uh, pick one or two guys, and they go all in, and they typically mm-hmm. do really well on those guys, and they're all in on Jaheim Otis. And yeah. um, I'm, he, I, track record's great for them recruiting defensive linemen. Well, and yeah, and and when they go all in on one, it reminds me of of Jeffrey Simmons. Um, if you remember Jeffrey Simmons, his recruiting, I can yeah. I can remember Hugh Freeze and others not concerned about Mississippi State, and uh, that turned out to be naive on their part because that Wednesday morning flipped. Um, yeah. Yeah, and there were and there were there were warning signs. So you know, the, yeah, yeah. The, and and so here's my thing about Jaheim Otis, right? And and I, I'm watching Ole Miss play. You are too. You were in Knoxville. Um, if you don't get Jaheim Otis, you you've got to be able to get other defensive linemen. You've got to get bigger and better up front. We talked to uh, Jarrell Poe on the Oxford Exxon podcast today, and his words: they need more ass up front, and they do. They they need. They need bigger, wider bodies. You look at teams that are impacting games, there, there's always been a premium on defensive linemen. So if they don't get Otis, who's next? Well, I mean, if you look at it right now, and I don't know if I haven't listened yet, but I don't know if Poe mentioned, but, I mean, Xavier Harris and Jacarius Clayton, if you want more ass, I mean, they've got it. They're big. Um, but you got to get more. I mean, I think you're going to really see a jump next year with Isaiah Iton and Jamon Gordon. Typically takes two years for two guys. I do too. I you got to get. I think Iton especially get, is going to be better next season. Yeah. You, you got to get more guys like Taiwan Malone, though. You got to get bigger, more physical, and you got to get the highly rated guys. That, that's 
it's plain and simple. I mean, you can always find a, a, a three star that's underrated, hasn't you know been to camps, doesn't have enough film, and then you really develop him. But you, th- this is the time where, when you're five and one, you've got the Heisman front runner, you're a top fifteen team. You know, if they had a twelve team playoff this year, Ole Miss is in it right now. This is where your program has to take the next step off the field in recruiting, where you've got to get these guys. Um, Trevion Williams is a name that I think is, is a guy that Ole Miss is in a good spot for, and he is no longer committed to Florida State. You have got to get someone like him. He's a top 150 player. He's 6'3", 252, can do a lot of things. He could either get bigger and be a physical presence off the edge as a strong side defensive end, or you can kind of keep him as he is and, and just be athletic and, and play more to the to the field side. But yeah, I mean, if you don't get Jaheim Otis, I, I mean, there you could always go transfer portal. I mean, there's guys hopping in the portal every single day. Um, yeah. I saw earlier today there was a uh, defensive lineman from North Carolina that hopped in the portal, Clyde Pender. He's from Armwood High School in Florida. We know how this staff recruits Florida heavily. He's a big guy that they go after. I mean, it's just – and look, Neil, I'll say this. You mentioned how state is a huge factor in this Otis sweepstakes. I think that there are people in his family, the immediate surrounding people that support him, I would say it's pretty close to being split. Some like Mississippi State, some like Ole Miss. Randall Joyner's done a phenomenal job recruiting his family and the yeah. people close to him. But like you said, Mississippi State is very good at – if they focus on one defensive lineman, they do a nice job of getting it done. Um, if they can't get him, this staff has shown they did it with Branson Robinson, the running back from, from Madison. He was very clear up front. He wanted to go out of the state of Mississippi. Kevin Smith, they were, okay, thanks for being honest, we're out. So if it gets to that point where they feel like they're not going to get Jaheim Otis, they got to move on. You can't be – strung along to National Signing Day and waste time and waste valuable resources on a defensive lineman that is not going to sign with you. So they're going to have to either pivot to someone else in this class or pivot to the portal, which you know as well as I do, they're going to hit the portal hard anyway. They are. The problem with the portal is everyone's hitting the portal hard. Um, Speaking of portal, I'm watching Portal for Quarterbacks, which brings me to Devin Brown. We talked about him a lot last week. I know our Adam Gorney talked to him. What kind of impression did you take from what Adam was able to get out of Devin Brown? You know, I mean, I think I posted on the board. um, It was a pretty glowing, you know, synopsis of his visit and his time at Ole Miss. I think um, once the dust settled with everything that happened, um, you know, and, and he even tweeted as much that, you know, that wasn't a reflection of the program or the, the university, he said he liked it. He said he enjoyed seeing Matt Corral in person. He liked the offense. Um, I just think at this point, he's starting to get more offers, Ohio State, Texas. I think he's kind of hit the reset button a little bit, and he's wanting to see what everybody else has to offer. And then, again, he's going to kind of wait to see what USC does. We've talked about the appeal of playing quarterback there. It's a big deal to him. He really likes Graham Harrell. I think he's wanting to – do a little wait and see right now. Um, but I thought what he said about Ole Miss kind of debunks the myth that they were out of it because of some bonehead thing that a reporter did. I, I don't think that's the case at all. I don't think he ever was at that point. He wasn't. I think he reached out to Ole Miss pretty quickly. I think Ole Miss 
Ole Miss was irritated about the situation. There's no doubt yeah, about sure. that. They were frustrated, irritated, pissed off, angry. Pick your verb, adjective, whatever the word would be. I'm, yeah. it's been a, it's been a day. Um, <laughs> that said, no. Look, let's be real here for a minute. I'm not defending Yancey Porter in any shape, form, or fashion. You can't do what he did. But if a reporter making up a quote about you, especially a glowing quote that included such a stupid mistake in it that it was obvious that it was made up, um, if if that is going to lead you to not go to school X, you weren't going there anyway. Yeah, you were looking for a reason not to go, right? You were, yeah, you were, sure. you were, you were going on the date looking for a reason to not go on another date. And if you do that, you will find the reason she'll burp or she'll yeah. scratch your nose wrong. I mean, whatever. And you'll be like, okay, no, I can't, I can't live with that. I mean, there's no way. And so, I mean, you know, <laughs> and so that's, that, some, that's some big George Costanza energy there. If that's yeah, how you're. Yeah. I mean, you know, so of course not. Now, was it ideal? Of course not, but no, it won't matter. Um, you know, I think sometimes you got to take kids at their word. When they say, "Hey, I'm I'm uh, I'm waiting to see what happens with USC. Who does USC hire?" Um, now the problem he's got, and I don't is Devin Brown an early signee or is he a February signee? Uh, I mean, he could wait till February, but I suspect most quarterbacks can. most quarterbacks like to sign early. Yeah, because you get in, you learn the get in the playbook early. Get that first I think he's early. I think Gorney mentioned he was early. So, you know, he's going to have to hustle because USC is going to do something. You figure late November, early December, he's not going to have a whole lot of time to figure that out. But he's so good that an Ole Miss, and that's who we're talking about here, would wait on yeah, him. Yeah, You've, yeah. Yeah, because I think it's very clear that Justin Martin is picking UCLA at this point. Yeah, he's – I was – I almost deleted that story from the admin the other day. Almost knocked it out. But you've you've got a <laughs> you've got a Justin Martin story that has sat in the admin now for a good month. And uh I almost almost deleted it, but I said, Well, we'll wait. But it appears obvious that he's gonna go to UCLA. Yeah. Um Brown going to Ohio State doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I no, get never. I get when Ohio State offers it's flattering and you you know you you're like hey well how about that Ohio State I get it it's cool yeah but it feels to me and after reading that it really felt to me like this is USC but if it's not USC it's Ole Miss depending on what happens at USC is that fair yeah no I agree I think that's and look I mean I think you 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 see this with a lot of kids in recruiting where some of them. Hey, and look, I, I do it however you want. I'm not judging. Some of them like to do it the correct. Well, I wouldn't say correct way. They want to do it the right way in their own eyes, where they're wanting to be respectful. That's the word. They want to do it in a respectful way, and they want to see it through. And they don't just want to bail. They want to because it's hard. I mean, I was. I've never been through it, but I mean, all these guys. You're recruited by so many staffs. You get close with all these people, and nine times out of ten, a recruit's going to want to be. You know respectful and how they handle it so i mean justin martin was the same way with how he was with cal he wanted to do it the right way and 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 you know talk with their staff before you know hey i'm decommitting still considering you blah blah blah. i think that's where he's at right now and i think it's but yeah i, I don't get the ohio state appeal um 
I understand that good prospects think that they can always beat out other good prospects, but at some point there's a numbers game at play. And they got a lot of good prospects in that quarterback room. Well, that quarterback room's really crowded where, you know, one week of strep throat could cost you the the deal. I mean, look, Joe Burrow lost his gig there. Yeah. Joe Burrow <laughs> lost his gig there. You know, because he got hurt. Yeah. Burrow yeah. got an injury. And if you're injured, you don't, you know, I mean you know, most people saw what happened with Matt Corral. Now, kind of a different situation because of the offense, but sure. he got hurt and somebody caught lightning in a bottle and the rest was history that 2019 yeah. season. So so you, you don't want to go someplace where the room is so full at that position. And that's why a lot of quarterbacks like to do it early because they, they, they're all, they all know each other from camps and stuff. And so there's kind of a pecking order. It reminds me of like baseball free agency, right? Where no mm-hmm. shortstop is going to sign this offseason until they see where Correa signs. Okay, well, Correa has signed. Now let's see where Seager signs. Okay, well, now there's a, you know, you're not going to go sign with the same team that just signed Carlos Correa if you're Javi Baez. Uh, you know, you're mm-hmm. going to say, okay, well, all right, he's that, 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 they're out, they're out. Okay, now I, I slot into here. And it is kind of like that in quarterback recruiting a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, we talked about catching lightning in a bottle. Uh, someone that's certainly done that in the indoor-outdoor restaurant industry, is Lamar Yard on South Lamar in Oxford. 10,000 square feet of indoor space, three-quarters of an acre of outdoor space, full-stage indoor-outdoor projectors, three bars, children's playground, and parking on-site, and it's pet-friendly. Go there. I just saw that Ole Miss tweeted out that the game is sold out on Saturday. Um, they are saying that if you are not receiving an email verification of your ticket, you will not be receiving one. So if you can't get into the game, Head on over to Lamar Yard, enjoy the barbecue, all the fixings. I tell people all the time, the wings, the brisket, the burn-ins, every single side item is fantastic. Go there, watch the game, enjoy the Magnolia Bowl on their outdoor projector, get a cocktail, take take the kids, let them play on the playground. They got everything. You can also talk to them about their um, catering options for private events and rentals. Check them out, lamaryard.com. If you uh, want to go somewhere else, uh, maybe Lamar Yard for lunch and then head on over somewhere for dinner, go to Sola on South Lamar. Chef Erica and her team are bringing top-notch cuisine to you six days a week. They are doing in-house service and still doing curbside pickup. So you can go in, sit down, enjoy a meal, or you can pick up some takeout. Check them out, solaoxford.com, or call them at 662-238-3500 and place your order today. If you're not in Oxford, maybe you're in Memphis. Go check out any of Kelly English um, restaurant groups, restaurants, Second Line, uh, Restaurant Iris, Fino's on the Hill, all that good stuff. Score a meal with them. If you want to uh, possibly do some cooking at home, watch the game on your big screen. Um, You can do a virtual cooking class with Kelly. Use promo code SOFTVERBAL21. That's all caps SOFTVERBAL21 for half off your first month of cooking with Kelly. And you can also do some nationwide shipping. So whether you're Memphis Dallas, anywhere in the country, check out their options at irisetc.com for their shipping options. Wearing the uh, the hat today, um, I think that this is the time to go play golf when it is the perfect weather. Um, head on over to Cherokee Valley in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Take on the uh, challenge of their wide fairways, large greens. They also have two putting greens driving range and a chipping green to uh, hone in your game as the uh, season is drawing to a close. Book a tee time online at olivebranchgolf.com or call them at 662-893-4444.
Um, any you want to talk more 2022? Yeah, because I just saw Adam Friedman has a story up. Uh, Davison Igbenison is uh, he's t- he talked about his uh, his Tennessee visit. He previews mm-hmm. his Ole Miss visit. Big uh, player out of New Jersey that I can tell you. I don't know if you read what I wrote in the war room last week. Um, Based on my sourcing, it's not as good as yours because you're really covering it, and I, I, I try to supplement it. Though I'm trying to catch up this time of year. I think he's a major priority for the staff. I think uh, Chris Partridge loves him. I think they view him as an immediately impactful player, the type mm-hmm. of player that you need in that defense if you're going to run uh, the package that they're trying to run. He uh, is a longer Jake Springer. And uh, and they really like him. Um, he was at Tennessee last weekend. I haven't read Adam's story. I'm, I'm pulling it up now. We'll put it up on the site. By the way, there is a ton of content up at rebelgrove.com. Um, most of our recruiting content is premium. If you like recruiting and you want to subscribe to rebelgrove.com, you should. We had a, a huge promo last week, but uh, it's still worth every dime of your um, eight sixty four a month on an annual subscription. Um, so you can read about Adam's story about Davison Igbonison. You can uh, read our war room tomorrow. You can catch up on um, Zach's list of who all's coming. He talks about uh, so he went to Tennessee for the South Carolina game. Mm-hmm. He said um, was really impressed. Kid from New Jersey, never seen anything like that. Um, he's going to Ole Miss this weekend. He expects great football, great atmosphere. Uh, wants to see what it's about. Hope they pull the W. Coach Partridge and Coach Watson also like my versatility. They want me to play safety, the nickel corner, boundary corner, field corner. Says he wants to take some more visits. It's not going to do anything anytime soon. Plans to sign in December. That's the basics there. Um, but he's important. And mm-hmm. He's a guy that I know they really want. And, and so, you know, people ask about these official visits on weekends like this and unofficial visits. Like, how, how important is the game? I was having this conversation with somebody in recruiting circles yesterday. We were talking about, we're talking about Texas at the time. Texas had a massive visit weekend for Oklahoma State. And Texas lost the game. And people were like, well, is that the end of the world? No, of course not. No. I mean, any more than winning the game is going to give you some sort of momentum in recruiting. Losing the yeah. game doesn't take momentum away. Now, if you get boat raced, you know, 52 to nothing and your fans are booing your players on the field, well, that's not going to help. Um, you know, but but if you go out, let's just do worst-case scenario and LSU runs the football effectively and Ole Miss just kind of can't stop it and the injuries, the depth it shows up Saturday. Let's say it's a 42 to 31 LSU win and the fans stay till the bitter end and the the message as a coach you go into the coach's locker room for a minute you take a second collect your thoughts maybe cuss somebody mm-hmm. and then you go back up to the or out to where the players are and you look guys like that in the eye and go if we had you we would have won mm-hmm. This is our second yeah. year really our first year if, if the pandemic doesn't count. Yeah, I mean, it's what they did in, what, 2012? Yeah, did it in 12, did it a lot. And then if you win, you say, hey, look, you can tell we're thin, right? You can tell that we're thin. Um, we're 
we're maximizing this, but we want to do big things here. We're six mm-hmm. and one. We want to be seven and zero. Oh. And to get there, yeah. we need you. Imagine the difference yeah. you'd make on this team. But what matters is atmosphere. And Ole Miss is going to have a great atmosphere. I, I said this on the Oxford Exxon podcast earlier, Zach. Someone asked me, you know, hey, are you going to write a big story about how critical it is for this weekend? And it was like, no, and I understand why you would say that. No, because I, that's not really my role. It's not my job. But it would be a silly story because at the end of the day, the atmosphere is going to be awesome. The town's going to be packed. The Grove's going to be absolutely jam-packed. The stadium's going to be full. It's going to be loud. They're going to support the Rebels. They've got the red end zones with Manning, and they're going to celebrate Eli Manning at the half. If you're a kid, that's going to be cool. Everybody knows who the Mannings are. All that stuff. So, no, I, it, it, all of that's going to be great. This is going to be a momentum builder for Ole Miss in recruiting whether they win the game or lose the game, in my opinion. You might disagree. No, I agree. I don't – yeah, nine times out of ten, a recruit is not going to care about wins and losses. Um, they're going to be primarily focused on who is playing their position, what they're doing in the game, how they can draw parallels to their game and how they would fit in. Um, they're going to be – focused on the campus, the town, the vibe they get, and they're going to focus on their one-on-one interviews with their position coach and the head coach before and after the game. Um, I hear a lot of it, a lot more of it now, which I think with the, the clock being sped up now with early signing day, you see more and more players taking official visits on game days where they get to hang out in the locker room. They get to feel what the vibe is in the locker room. They talk to current players. They talk to guys that are true freshmen, ask them about how they are enjoying their first year in the program. That's huge. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think a guy like Davison and Igbenison is going to really pay attention to what Jake Springer's doing, what Otis Reese is doing. Um, They're going to really want to watch closely how they're being utilized in 3-2-6. I think he's probably a top five prospect in this class, a top five target, I should say, up there with Jaheim Otis, Barry and Brown, Trevian Williams, um, Devin Brown. He's up there with those guys, regardless of star ratings. Yes, he is. He the, the quote I think that Davison used was, "They think I'm the best player in New Jersey, and they want to get the best player in New Jersey every year." They got Taiwan Malone last year. They're wanting to keep that going this year. And he is a guy that is versatile enough to kind of do it all. I think he can play close to the line of scrimmage. I think he can cover because of his length. He plays running back in high school as well. He's extremely athletic. I mean, he is how you draw it up if you want a shutdown boundary corner or you want a guy that can play close to the line of scrimmage and make plays. Speaking of versatility, the people at Barfield Wealth Management are quite versatile. They can uh, help you with comprehensive financial planning, investment management, estate and tax planning, insurance planning, business retirement plans, and more. It's 662-236-6454 or barfieldwealthmanagement.com. We are also uh, brought to you by Billy's Bacon. It's billysbacon.com, B-I-L-E-S, bacon.com. Based out of Fairhope, Alabama, they have perfected the bacon curing process at Billy's You may never eat supermarket bacon again once you try it. Billy'sBacon.com. Check that out today. We talked about versatility for a minute. 
uh, Alpha Specialties is versatile. I'll tell you that. They're the tra- trailer-specific professionals, 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. They've got load trail. They've got Hallmark cargo trailers. They can work with third parties to have game day trailers, concession trailers built. They've got spare tires and wheels, a full selection of trailer parts and accessories. They can repair all types of trailers, too. They are the I, the, the picture of versatility. 601-932-9798. Alpha of MS.com. And uh, staying on the versatility theme, Jennings Executive Search. Whether you're a small business owner who needs a finance leader, whether you work in private equity or you run a team at a Fortune 500 company, John and his recruitment team of former CPAs will most absolutely simplify the hiring process by presenting you with a short list of only the most qualified candidates. Get in touch with him on LinkedIn at John Jennings, J-O-N Jennings, um, John at JenningsExec.com or call 404-536-3000. Also brought to you by Muddy Water Camo, MuddyWaterOutdoors.com. Enter that promo code REBELGROVE at checkout. Get 35% off heated jackets, heated vest, the uh, Muddy Water Lady Camo. Some cool camo items that are out. Again, MuddyWaterOutdoors.com, promo code REBELGROVE. Get 35% off your entire order. All right, we've um, we've hit the Arch Manning portion of the show. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to have a lot. I'm not going to give it away here. We've got, there's going to be a lot in a war room tomorrow. I've got 1,300 words on Arch Manning, on his recruiting. Ooh. I've talked to a lot of people. Uh, kind of gave a handful of people the um, benefit of Autonomy or anonymity, I should say, not autonomy. Alfred meant autonomy too, but more importantly, from a journalism standpoint, I offered them anonymity, and I got some real interesting stuff. I wouldn't say Ole Miss is the leader today, but I wouldn't say they're far back. And I don't really know if you said who is the leader. I don't know that there's one. There's five programs that are in it. Um. I don't think all five of those are equal, but I think all five are in it. I think a couple are fading. And I think there is a perception on one that is a little uh, out of context, all in all. So all of that's in the war room tomorrow. Uh, I don't think um, Arch Manning is anywhere close to a decision. I've heard some people say, hey, you might do something in December. I'm told that is absolutely not the case. I'm told it's far more likely that in the spring he will go back on a handful of visits, uh, maybe to some spring football practices and such, where you know he's been taking these visits on game days, and game days for coaches are busy. You've got meetings and obviously the game and the media obligations after a game, and you got stuff happening, and maybe a kid gets hurt, and you've got to do some stuff like you know what I mean, stuff, mm-hmm. and so. I look for him to make one final round of visits in the spring. I think he's going to watch the coaching carousel carefully, see how it turns, wait for the carousel to stop spinning, and then kind of go from there. So it's a big weekend for Arch. But the people who are making it out to be this penultimate weekend, I think you are over-dramatizing it. I think... The Arch Manning recruitment is a 
great example of how NIL is not always going to be the equalizer or the deciding factor because, in my opinion, I still think Texas and, and Ole Miss are at the top. Those two teams could not be on farther opposite ends of the financial spectrum. Um, I mean, Texas has more money than Ole Miss. That's not breaking news or anything. Um, And look, if you looked at earlier this week when Luther Burden decided to stick with Missouri and stay close to home as opposed to going to Georgia, probably the same case there. Probably not as far away on the spectrum, but Georgia probably has more money, more NIL opportunities. Who knows? But I think that that recruitment came down to relationships and that was the key. He mentioned that his relationship with Eli Drinkwitz was huge. And as I've said on the board, more times than not, an East St. Louis kid is going to stay close to home. Now, with Arch Manning, I think it's all about relationships with him. He is not shied away from talking about how big it is for him to have a comfortable working relationship with the head coach, with the offensive coordinator, and he's all about the location. He talks about Austin and how he likes Austin. He says it's got a kind of a New Orleans vibe to him. Talk about Ole Miss. We know how familiar he is with Oxford. We don't have to go over that. Yeah. So I think that this is kind of where, sure, NIL is going to be big for certain kids, especially for someone like Arch, though. He's going to have NIL opportunities no matter where he goes. He could go to San Jose State and he'll have an opportunity. Agreed. Um, he, I, I think he is one of the very few prospects out there. Frankly, he might be the only one that I can think of off the top of my head. There will be some in basketball who are this way, I think. Um, you know, because the basketball kids, there aren't as many, and you get to kind of see the division with them earlier. Um, like 14-year-olds, you're like, oh, that kid's going to be a superstar. And more often than not, he is. Mm-hmm. Um, with football, it takes a little more time and there's more variance. But Arch is bigger than NIL, mm-hmm. which is a, a burden in and of itself. But but regardless, now that being said, Zach, and this is something to talk about on a future show because I need to, think, I need to get my mind around what I'd even want to say and what I, I need to educate myself. NIL is an issue. It is a big issue, and it is something that Ole Miss is going to have to figure out. And when I say Ole Miss, it's complicated, right? It's the network. It's boosters. It's the school. It's very – it's gray area that a lot of schools are uh, already managing in, and I don't necessarily get the sense that Ole Miss is there yet, and I think they're going to have to get there. NIL is a big deal. Uh, kids are kids are committing to schools with NIL deals done, just not on paper. But they're done. Their handshake agreements and stuff. All the the soft verbal is brought to you by Protection Unlimited, the Mid South leader in commercial and residential alarm security. Wayne Lowry and his team. I've been serving the greater Memphis area in North Mississippi for 40 plus years, and they'd love to get your business and or family protected today. Cutting edge security for your home or business, video surveillance options, monitoring 24-7, 365. You can reach them via phone at 901-754-6510 or email them at info at protectionunlimited.com. Podcast also brought to you by the Bluff City Advisory Group, Memphis's leading team of finance professionals who can provide advanced assistance with financial planning, 
pension and qualified plan support, and business and estate planning strategies. Former Ole Miss Rebel and founding partner Ben Still, along with his elite-level customer service team, make it their goal to help you meet the ongoing demands of your financial needs. Learn more about Bluff City Advisory Group at bluffcityadvisory.com. Softverbal is also brought to you by the Berry Home Team. If you're ready to sell and make the most net profit from your home, call Stacy and Rick Berry. They would love to do the same for you as they did with their former home in the Timbers in Germantown, Tennessee. They will lead you through the process from property assessment, repairs, staging, and they will put that sold sign in your yard as quickly as possible. Both have earned the multi-million dollar club member status and they would love to assist you today. Give them a call, 901-481-6420 or 901-461-6421. Saddle Creek Title is also a proud sponsor of the Soft Verbal, the Mid-South's leader in client-focused innovative closing solutions. Neil Hanna and his team are more than just a real estate closing firm. They are dedicated to going the distance to ensure the ease and growth of your real estate business. Find more information at saddlecreektitle.com. We are also brought to you by Davis McCord State Farm. If you're needing good neighbor service and surprisingly great rates, look no further than Davis McCord. He is your one-stop shop in Alabama, Arkansas, Tennessee, and Mississippi for the service you deserve at the price you want. So stop looking around. Give Davis a call, 901-755-6110 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is... Oxford has had all sorts of power issues today, so we'll uh, we'll stop there. We did enough probably on, on recruiting. We'll come back next week and wrap up how this weekend went uh, in Oxford. Lots of guys coming in for football again. You can get all of that at rebelgrove.com, basketball visitor as well. So we'll try to recap all of that on the site Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, throughout the week. Zach's been doing a great job with the daily chicks, and uh, Chase and I are going to start supplementing that um, that content more and more as we go. So again, our thanks uh, to the College Corner. I do uh, also want to tell you real quick that we're brought to you by Joey Erickson at Herring Gear Autoplex. Let Joey help you find the vehicle you're looking for at a price you can afford. Choose from a full selection of new Chevy, BMW, Lexus, and Infiniti, or get a great deal on numerous brands for reliable pre-owned vehicles, 662-571-2367 or sixteen eighty five High Street in Jackson. So sorry for some of the technical issues. It is what it is. Totally out of our control today. Oxford, lots of power issues. I think like 2,000 uh, customers completely without power at times this morning. And it hit the Clark Ford Studios as well. So, uh, again, um, stay with us throughout the weekend. We'll have full coverage of Ole Miss LSU, recruiting, football, all of it. For Zach Barry, I'm Neil McCready. Take care. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.